Um, hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Uh, the the window's open, uh, the sun is out. It's six p.m. after six p.m. and the sun is out. There's a certainly different vibe. It feels like we have gone through the hardest parts. We've done this podcast in the cold of night, pretty much. Windows closed, as dark as you can get. And it feels like we're, you know, forest creatures coming out of hibernation now. Slowly, mm. it's getting lighter. Mm. The yeah. feeling is better. Yeah. Are you feeling that? I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it hard. I mean, I'm very hungover today. Really? So I'm not feeling Wait, it. did how, after last night, did you... Too long. Did you sink a couple more? Yeah. Because we, we, we left on a fairly wholesome note. We left on a wholesome note. We watched, we watched a stand-up stand comedy special and, and drank like and, three beers. And then I went and played Tesco. <laughs> played Tesco? You played Tesco. Jesus Christ, this is going to be a long podcast. No, we pl- I played um, techno and drank whiskey for the rest of the night. How late was it? How late? Not ridiculously late. Two? Mm-hmm. So not crazy. But a lot of whiskey. The problem is you get in a flow and then you just keep going. Yes. Um, how was work? Long. Long? Difficult, troublesome, tiring. Um, but we're here. So yeah, because of the whole lockdown opening and the six people meeting outside kind of thing, that gives the opportunity for me to go down home for the weekend. Are you going to have an outdoors? Well, not for the weekend, for one day, actually, because yeah. it's an outdoors barbecue. It's also yeah. my sister's birthday today. Happy it's birthday, true. Melissa. Happy birthday, Melissa. So I'm we're going gonna, down for We're surprising outdoors. her. Oh yeah? Although this comes out on Friday. So I think we're surprised on Saturday. That, she does. She won't watch she it won't by watch then. It. No, no, that'll that'll be, that'll be a bone you can pick with her on her birthday. Yeah, the fact like that could be what you would have known. The surprise if you, you listen to bloody podcast. She supported me creatively. Yeah, um, she does actually. I'm going down um, this weekend as well, doing an outdoors. What's thing. your mood saying? Uh, I mean, extraordinary amounts of pain um, physically, which is like quite a nice respite from mental pain. Yeah. Uh, well, you got to balance them out. Yeah, it feels like kind of metaphorically. It's nice just to feel something, I guess. Uh, because uh, the on Monday, sports were allowed. So comedians, football start up again. We did it basically the first lot you could possibly do. Um, and my God, that was, it was a real, it was a real reality check coming yeah. back to football. I mean, the passion to start with of like, we're like, it was a really emotional moment. We hadn't seen each other in ages. It just felt like, oh my God, Things are coming back. Like it felt like semi-normal again after yeah. such a tough three months. And then five minutes in, like I was begging for mercy. It was like, I mean, yeah. I've had some bad ones, but like the group chat afterwards, it was like for the next three days. Like that, that was on my, that was like two days ago and my body yeah. still has not recovered. So I, I felt don't, constantly hung over yeah. from really like a profound a, physical pain. I don't know many comedians, um, but I imagine them to all be like you. Sure. Um, so I imagine a lot of disprazics mm. just rolling around the field, like falling over the ball. I imagine you don't play football more than like a, a, a land version of water polo. Uh, you'd be you'd be surprised because comedians come in all shapes and sizes. So you really do have like a quite. Yeah. I feel most five-a-side teams there's normally a, a kind of reason why you guys are there, which would mean you're all similar body types. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you look at people playing five-a-side, they all look very similar. But c- comedians is a yeah. group where you've got like you know uh, short little fat dudes you've got yep. tall lanky guys you've got yep. oil uh, we have everything women playing it's a whole it's a whole yeah. thing it's kind of like a vision for a future society maybe well that would be a terrifying vision of a future society to be honest because of the incompetence mm. it almost feels like you know when you um you know when you leave tea out too long and it gets that kind of scum on the top? Yeah, there's a name for it, actually. Um, that's what I feel comedians are. So it, it's like a society of the that. The scum at the top of tea. Yeah, it's that milk thing that you scrape off. Yeah. That's kind of like... It, it feels... A scourge. Yeah, it feels like comedians as a breed are some form of discharge. They're some <laughs> form of... There's some yeah. form of excess matter. Yeah, they're like no, they're surplus. Society's shitting out what it doesn't. It's need. surplus because if you yeah. think about the first civilizations, if you think about those civilizations, no, give them you, a minute to properly p- picture them and think about them. Just think about those ones. Okay. That is a, a civilization that can't afford luxuries. There was no mm. comedians there. Yeah, but now uh, in this kind of world where things are getting more automated, it's a yeah. it's a world of luxury where you can afford mm. the kind of surplus discharge. Those yeah. comedians, comedians and uh, surplus plus discharge yeah that's yeah. how i describe them as a breed 
But how, how, so your body is, your body's given in, is it? It really has. But you, you, you power through yeah. a couple more weeks of this and it slowly gets easier. And yeah, it's yeah. like one day of pain. Well, it's all about, it's, it's all about you getting your body used to these things. Mm. How, when was the last time, have you exercised at all? Um, I don't see how that's any of your business. Because <laughs> like, I think we, we're both pretty similar on like a computer. I used to love sport. The thing is, Mm. <laughs> and no i had a period about uh, horrendously because it was the start of lockdown which is a fucking year ago that's actually terrifying yeah but when i was like you know what cool i'm gonna get these because i'm a big no fuck a gym the world's my gym i'm sure. that cunt i'm that yeah. cunt but also yeah. it seems obscene to pay for a gym when you can just get some dumbbells at home yeah and then you've got weights i know there's difference between machines and free weights i don't Fine. think you do honestly i don't no, think I you do. do i don't i've been to the gym a few times back in the day i studied i did peas level all right mate. okay i didn't want to flex that but i've done it now <laughs> it's out there to be proud of it's out i know but it is in this conversation <laughs> i mean that was funny when you did oh i remember i did it because G- i fancied the teacher yeah i know but i remember in gcc when you well, you did three mad GCSEs. And I remember like, you were like, Sean, I'm going to do no work next year. I was like, I remember like looking at you and you you having a, a moment looking back at me thinking, did I, did I, fuck, a, this? Did I fuck this? Nah. So what did you do GCSE? Those, you did IT. Again, I don't see You did any of business studies and you did PE. You did those three and then you bragged about it saying this year's going to be a breeze. And it was a breeze, but then hey, you were hey, like... Hey, who won the business prize that year? <laughs> did you learn anything it from IT or business studies? It didn't studies? take a lot. Um, so, in business so, studies... There's a lot of people might be starting GCSEs might be thinking about picking them. What would you say for PE, IT and business studies, what you managed to learn from those In three? business studies, I managed to go to Drusilla's Park, which is a <laughs> yeah. kind of like a local small zoo. Yeah. And the most like interesting animal they have is a ferret. Yeah. Um, so that was what I learned from business studies. Uh, IT was a clusterfuck. IT was one of the most confusing things you'll do because you, with with our generation, I feel like the IT curriculum hadn't quite caught up with the kind of computer and yeah. technology boom because we all learned this shit when we were like seven <laughs> yeah. years old. So then we're still like make. it's not like we did coding or anything. <laughs> yeah. We were just like still enlarging pictures on Word documents. <laughs> yeah. um, and that never really... Did, seemed... did you learn anything you, you used the from what? that, from the whole, was that two years of GCC? No, PE I'd learned a lot from. Okay. I'm not, I'm actually not not, I still can't say a bad word against Mr. Basson, who Shit. is still my soul. Yeah. But, well, with, with IT, the only thing, because I sat next to Don Mack, who is a friend of the show. We've spoken, spoken about it before. Yeah. Um, and the only thing, genuinely, the only thing I remember with, within IT is we'd, we'd often, we'd say, when you had to go into silent work mode, yeah. we'd write each other messages on the screen next to each other. Yeah. And I wrote something quite rude. How about rude? I Why are you swore. saying something quite rude? Because I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. I, can't remember. Uh-huh. Um, I think I used the c word. Okay. I didn't call her a c word because I wouldn't do <laughs> oh, that. God. It's about the teacher. About the teacher. Yeah. I said uh, there was quite a bit of swearing in there because she was hot. She was like boring, and she reminded me of um, who's the character in a series of unfortunate Olaf. Yeah, Is it Olaf. Yeah. She reminded me of him. <laughs> so I was typing in that and it, it occurred to me at that point and I had to type it even though it was a risky one. And then I just got a tap on my shoulder because she just stood over and then she was like, what's that document? And I closed it. But because she didn't teach me enough IT, I didn't close it properly. <laughs> so then she just got up and, and read it and I got a Saturday detention for Saturday. it. Saturday. Yeah. So that was what I got from IT. PE, you can get a lot of stuff. Sure, there is a lot of learning about like Gloucestershire cheese rolling. Mm. Fine. I get it. It hasn't been the most applicable for me today. For sure. And also the way... However, okay. on the on the chase... Fuck's sake. I, I've it's really gone downhill. <laughs> You're a smart kid. You've got I a used, lot of potential. I used to have a future. <laughs> and now I'm justifying my PEGCSE by the saw- answer that I got on the chase about five minutes ago. But one, And to be honest, if I'm completely honest with you, Ratio, I got the question wrong. <laughs> I got the question wrong. But, you, but it's hard for you because sifting between the lies and the truth, it's kind of like a pick and mix. So yeah. I'm glad you're honest with me this yeah. time. No, Go I got on. it wrong um, because there was a question about what uh, what part of that, the, what for, which one of the four chains did the heart is responsible for pumping out oxygenated blood to the rest of the body? And I got, the, the, it wasn't the chase actually, it was House of Games. So yeah. you know, it's all the lies. But the first part was left. And yeah. I was like, it's left. And I thought it was aorta, but it was ventricle. <laughs> 
And I went, oh, I know that because of ASPE. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But no, the the body, I have gotten good knowledge of the body and joints and yeah, stuff. That, people people yeah, come yeah. to me that's like when they've got, mm-hmm. when they, like you should, you, I'll talk to you about providing you, you a cool level session. P- P- AS level, P. AS, okay. <laughs> I knew I was always going to stop it there. But beautifully, the teacher, the only reason I did it was the teacher and he left after the as yeah. so i didn't have to let him down yeah he already like a, let me it was, down. it was like an almost inappropriate relationship mm. between you two yeah he texted me after <laughs> i texted him <laughs> i texted him after my a levels where we were really drunk at the pub yeah. after our last a level exam yeah i did in this gushing message about how he was such like a big influence yeah. on my school career yeah and it's the most cringe-worthy text really? i think i've ever sent in my life yeah. how did he respond to it like uh, he was a very sincere guy really sincere. so he responded appropriately yeah can you explain, uh, he can you explain him a tiny bit because i also have a mr. story Batson. about my relationship with mr batson mr batson was like one of the most he's gorgeous man um yeah okay fuck you he's, not, he's not my kind of teacher he was your no, kind no, no, of teacher no, no, no. when i say gorgeous i mean yeah. just aesthetically sure yeah, aesthetically. yeah yeah and like i also had a big um crush on my history teacher and who they're, they're Ma- a hot miss maple they're a hot and couple. then they they got engaged so yeah. it was really like and like miss maple liked me a lot as well so mm. it was i really felt like their kid <laughs> and i think that i think that's the first time i've ever verbalized that <laughs> i think i always knew it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so they got married yeah. um that's just a side note but he was like a pe teacher but boy did he have <laughs> he loved learning he boy did he love learning <laughs> he loved so learning. he would like he had his <laughs> he own loved learning he went so to loads much. of different learning courses and like educational <laughs> courses <laughs> And then had his five, was it five or ten steps of how to learn stuff? And to be honest, they fucking were. It was worked. like the seven R's, wasn't it? Yeah, seven R's. Oh, God. When you know, when one of the seven R's is like responsibility, you know, it's not. <laughs> that stuff, I said, push that aside. There was the lovely line of learning, wasn't that his? Yeah, he had a lot of those stuff. <laughs> but his like general techniques. Someone on... put a meme, you know, it's like some people want to just watch the world burn. There was that, the jo- the jo- you know, the joker meme of some people want to watch the world burn. There was one with, I think it was Milo. You know, with like Mr. Batterson, some yeah. people just want to watch the world learn. <laughs> I think that was Milo. Yeah, he was a very good man. Yeah, but he just loved it. He just loved learning, and it was like <laughs> it was, it was, a it was fa- like a really emotional. Yeah, but he no, because he cared deeply as well. It was a, like my genuine read of him. It was a man who cared deeply about his his kids' success. But it was not. But success for him was their capacity to love learning as well. But he would you say it's fair because he was doing the a man's semi- a deputy head now. Yeah, no, okay, he's got the skills, I think. But because he was doing a semi-irrelevant subject, it felt like his Whoa. obsession with learning was yeah. sort of learning to learn for learning's sake. And it felt like because a lot of like, his students were like, and that's like, for me, it's like my idea of hell, yeah. of like learning about learning. Uh, like, no, I, because we didn't learn about learning. <laughs> you learned a lot about we didn't, learning. We learned, we learned. <laughs> you learned a lot about learning learned. and you all talked about these different Look, we learning learned, techniques. We but le- you didn't seem to know anything. <laughs> Look. You didn't seem to have any sort of any sort of facts or any information. You just had all this techniques about look, learning. Look, <laughs> look, we learn about learning a lot more than the average learner would learn about learning. Sure, <laughs> that was so sure, but we still did some PE in between that. Like his stuff, the the, sev- the seven R's. I never really got on board with. What did you get on board with? His like stuff about how to revise and memorize was yeah. actually great. It was very good, and that's. I think that's all I'm going to say on the matter. <laughs> Do you remember my my only thing with him? Because we just weren't. You guys were built for each other. We were. We built for really, each other. we really weren't built for. I, I'm his. Because like, you're a cock and I'm an alpha. <laughs> that's not. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he did one thing where he called the whole um, school in to one of his new learning initiatives. I always got embarrassed like a son would be if his father was doing those things because I was like, please don't say it to the whole school. You can, <laughs> you can, you can say it to me and you can say it in front of our PE class, but don't bring the school into this. So he'd do this whole thing about like the tightrope of learning, I think I remember. And then he, his new initiative was this... Oh. Um, was this book yeah. um, so we all got these little books and it was some sort of learning book where we'd have to like it was like every week we'd write a goal and I, there's genuinely nothing I hated more than write, being forced to write goals I hated it so I couldn't understand it, it like, actually really upset me the idea of like setting yeah, goals yeah. anything like that um, and it was this thing called this like goal book where you'd write like your goals or something and then afterwards 
as I'm walking out, oh, I'm just like, there's my new cock drawing book. Just like a, not a great joke, but like <laughs> but straight, straight out, like, great, I've got a new cock drawing book. And <laughs> Mr. Patterson is waiting by the door, kind of waiting there, I think for people to say like, great. Like, you just and I came, I was the first person out. And it just, I just saw his little face drop. And I didn't feel anything that for it, to be Broken honest. his man's heart. <laughs> he's just done a, He's so four, lovely. He's just done like an hour's talk on this goal book. And the first kid he's heard, talk out because I think he wanted to even hear what people yeah, were saying about it was yeah. there's my new cock drawing but and you know what I think he deserved it because you can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he would have broken his heart that I I don't like to hear that because I can I can really imagine his face drop and I and I did an AS level just to make sure his face didn't drop at any point whatsoever <laughs> but I there was did. a lot of projection onto Mr. There, there was a hell of a lot of projection <laughs> I mean, I could buy it like at the, it was at a similar time that my parents divorced. I think, yeah, as well. it was, <laughs> yeah, it's really not a coincidence. Looking back, at I'm it, sure I'm he like, was projecting some stuff. Yeah, it nearly got inappropriate. It did nearly get inappropriate. Like, yeah, we had. There's a, never. There's nothing. We had obviously, a massive, obviously, there's absolutely nothing sexually, but it was we had emotionally. A big hug. We had a was, really long hug. There was an emotional bond that that bordered transcended. On. <laughs> I don't know. We had, a, as I say, we had a very long hug goodbye. Probably too long. Yeah. But no, he's a lovely man. I still, he's got a very strong place in my heart. Yeah. And that's all no, I've shout, got. Shout, shout him out. Shout out if he's listening. Because <laughs> he, he does, would. He doesn't have his tongue He would. Mind. He would. Because he actually, I mean, this is going to sound inappropriate, <laughs> but it's not. Because he lives in Somerset now because he got offered a deputy yeah. head. And that is where Glastonbury happens. Yeah. So he invo- he's like, if you ever if you want to go to Glastonbury, don't worry about camping. You can all just stay at my house. That does sound inappropriate. It does sound inappropriate. <laughs> But it's just because you guys don't get he, it. He wasn't, to be fair, he wasn't, like, he wasn't like, hey, Gitz, do you want to come over to mine? He, it did come from a no, genuine No, it was genuine, friend. sincere. Yeah. Like, he yeah, but he felt, he felt like he was so sincere, he couldn't even imagine why that might be inappropriate because in his head, it's never even crossed his mind why anyone would do something. No, like that. no, it was very pure. Um, and I, I don't want to drag that through the mud because <laughs> it's one of the few things I have left, to be honest. Okay, now we talked about Mr. Patterson for about 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't expect that to happen. (laughs) Should we, well, should we stay on a similar theme? Go on. Of of learning. Sure. Because I'm going to learn the piano. Okay. And that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Also, if anyone is looking to get rid of a keyboard, can you just drop your number on the comments? Because I'd like to buy one. So I'm going to learn the keyboard. Um, it's a very exciting step in my life. Mm. I've already used to learn. I learned the piano before, but didn't like How it. How far that did much. you get in? Not that far because this is in the time where I learned the recorder, the piano, and the trumpet, and yeah. then I should have just started the drums straight sure. away. Yeah. Um, and then I realised that I wanted to play the drums. Got so to have I did a bit that. of trial and error. You got to have a bit of trial and error, exactly. Yeah. You're a rhythm guy. I'm a rhythm man. Well, I rhythm and blues, but so I did that. Um, so I learned for a bit, not long. So I can play Chopsticks and that one jazz song that yeah. I always play. It's like when you, you, I play that and you, you, taught, you taught me on the guitar. Um, what is it? Down, 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 down. Yes. Uh, bridge over water. No, not, not bridge Smoke over. on the water. Smoke on the water, yeah. Um, so I got that far. Yeah. But now I need a, because I don't have a drum kit here and I think that's also why I'm being driven insane. Because yeah. I was realizing that I've never been, because I get so bored in the evenings and I've never I've never had that because every single time I'd always go and play drums yeah. every single night yeah. without fail for like two hours. And then it kind of, I have that level of excitement and adrenaline. And then when I then finish that, I can then go and watch TV or a film because you feel, I feel like I've got that out of me. Now I can go and enjoy that. Yeah. Whereas if I watch TV or a film for the whole night, I feel like I'm missing something. Mm. That's when I get bored and frustrated. Yeah. And I go mental. Yeah. Because boredom is my biggest fear in life. For sure. But so do you find DJing doesn't quite cut it? Ah, uh, not quite. When yeah. I, like, oh. <laughs> it scared me a little bit. Because <laughs> it's close. It's nearly there, yeah. but it's not the same. It's okay. not the same. It doesn't quite cut it. So, because the joy of learning a new instrument, you're shit at first, which is fun, but fucking frustrating. Okay. And then the best bit comes when you just start to get a bit good. And the bit where you start to get a bit good is the best bit of any instrument you're like. Hundred percent. Because now, when you get better than that, you just get frustrated that you're not better. 
Okay. Whereas when you start to get to grips with it and you start you, playing you, properly, you you you, you get better exponentially yeah. as opposed like to like two years, like for two years of drumming, I reckon when you could, I got to the place where I could just listen to a song and play it. Yeah, the best thing ever. Now I get frustrated because I'm not good enough and yeah, I could yeah, be yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to get that bit, and as, as well, not having a drum kit here playing playing the piano, but is a more feasible thing basically, um, and get some melody in me, you know. Play for my soul. Yeah. Play for I mean, my I was heart. always the melody guy. You were just the rhythms guy. No, really. you were. Please don't, <laughs> it, please don't insult me like that. We were never conjoined. <laughs> um, but they've reminded me of some of... Because I've, I've been... I've frequented different jazz bands. You have throughout your life. In time, throughout yeah. my career. Because I, I... So there was a prep school jazz band, mm. which... So there was year eight. And I'm not going to brag... But we were the best jazz band. Yeah, you've, you, talk, you do seen. talk about this it a lot. It was the best. I've, <laughs> I was because I was in the senior school jazz band. Yeah. The prep school jazz band blew them out of the water. Really? <laughs> we were the senior school jazz band. We were horrible. Yeah. The prep school. We were unbelievable. But what? So what? What's, what's your relationship with instruments? Well, I, I, I want to be a musician. And I love music, but I had like a. It was really, and I had lots of ideas of what I liked about music but it was just one of the most upsetting and still is like one of those tragic things I just don't have rhythm so it's like you're not because I used to take the piss out yeah, of you but I don't lot. have enough I don't have enough yeah. um, to like oh, you'll never be it. good I'll never be good so but you're not you're actually you've got you've got some melody as well I used I'm to... alright at understanding melody I've always been alright at melody and like um, but it just getting through the, the blocks of learning uh, an instrument it was it just wasn't for me and that was that there's was a bit of dyspraxic in there as well I guess because I do think it is still I'd still say like I, I, I love filmmaking and comedy and those are my passions and those are what I'm good at but I still I still think being great at music is still probably the best thing you can do like bit artistically would yeah. probably consistently be the most satisfying if you dominated it satisfying is definitely the word because I mean yeah. doing a doing a sketch it's satisfying when you like you write it and like the idea process. Yeah. But then there's so many stages in between actually getting it out. Whereas music, when you, you play it and you live in that specific moment at that specific point in time, and that is yeah. satisfying as fuck. Yeah. And I think it's just creating something that's like so like so like easily attaches emotion because I think yeah. it is easy oh, yeah. to really. It's it's much easier. It's probably the easiest. You can play three notes on a yeah, piano. Yeah. It's like the easiest art form to move someone. Like yeah, it yeah. takes so much more skill to move someone with film yeah, yeah. or even comedy or anything like that. It, it, even it is, it's just like it, 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 the, you got the most tools to yeah, yeah. manipulate someone's emotions, which is all about. And you're in the manipulation game. That's that's what it is. So yeah, the 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 kind of the big stories that have happened this week. Um, it's a little bit more fun. I mean, 2021 really got off to a big start, and it didn't keep that pace up for, per se. Yeah. Um, but the Suez Canal story, how do you feel about that? Some people have found it quite annoying. Annoying? Yeah. Why do they find it annoying? Well, again, just like hearing about it and constantly. <laughs> it seems like, well, it seems like a minor thing, yeah. but it's not due to the strategic importance yeah. of the Suez Canal. Um, it was amusing that it drew a cock. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, did you not see that? No. So, like, when it got stuck, <laughs> yeah. the GPS, maybe get a picture because it is yeah, worth yeah. it. You get the, the GPS showing on the boat, it draws a penis. Really? That's great. Yeah, so it was it was a nice, lighthearted bit. It's probably like definitively one of those boys gone wild things ever, is because it's sort of. Getting both stuck of, in a canal and accidentally drawing a cock. <laughs> no, yeah, but both of our sort of obsessions comedically, which is sort of the through line through anything we've ever written, is like. Is normally just men fucking it is like the yeah, ulti- yeah. is the ultimate thing, yeah. and well, I, don't, I can't think of anything more boys gone wild, it wasn't really, more our sense of humour yeah. than someone driving. Don't tell me the truth, boat. don't care about yeah, the truth. I, I like to, my yeah. idea of yeah. it of someone driving it, and then oh, oh I can make it, and then, and then drawing <laughs> a cock as you then get stuck. And oh yeah, well it's more just the ramifications getting stuck in the canal and stopping. Like billions massive upon trade. billions upon trade. There was a um, there was a massive box of dildos on there as well. Really? Yeah. Oh no, there was, it was ours. It was uh, it was fake asses, I think. Uh, that's uh, what maybe, I read. Or maybe, maybe it was the similar. Maybe shipment. I think sex toys. <laughs> um, it was sadly it was due to the wind. Okay. It wasn't human error or male error. Was it not? Well, no, I'm there's sorry. There's got to be a you, bit of male error. Be surely it's been as windy as the Suez Canal I'm sorry, when previous like, barges ha, have gone It can't through. be like, how windy was it? Yeah. I don't think that was the windiest day on record. At the Suez Canal. <laughs> where boats there's, there's boats going through every yeah. single... What do you mean it's windy? <laughs> well, that it's was fucking, the... Look how big the ship is. How the fuck is... It that's seems like the heaviest ship it, I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it also <laughs> seems odd how long it took 
to free it. Yeah, I did not understand that at all. I don't. And when there was, was some like, of them were like, it, it might take there? like two weeks. It only took three days in the end. But I'm like, I mean, it's I'm a heavy because I guess if it gets banked on the riverbed, then you've got you've got to free that massive boat out. From it there. still feels like it the still amount feels like a of long time. <laughs> the, the amount of trade that goes through that, how important it is. Yeah. It still feels completely fucked that it was like with them saying like it could take up to a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like no fucking no, way. No, no, no it, surely, surely, surely not. you can do something. <laughs> There's about too it. much money at stake. Yeah. And I remember, I think I I saw the Guardian, I think, saying that it was like um, that th- they were opening it up for suggestions of how to get it out to the public. <laughs> As Which they've is completely like, run out of yeah, ideas. I'm like, how have you run out of ideas? Well, we're stumped. Do any of you guys have any idea? <laughs> yeah, Anyone? Bill from out. Bradford. Well, what's your idea? idea of getting it out? Well, I, I think helicopters. I immediately regret that decision. That's poor. Yeah. Wait, what was it? Was it to well, drag I, or pull? Well, was it not, think, not pull up? So I, well, what I get? No. <laughs> no, no, I just lift it up. Just lift it up and turn it around. <laughs> no, what, I, what I'm thinking is you get seven jumbo not jumbo jets fighter pilots okay fighter planes what are they called jets fighter jets fighter jets combine combine some words you get seven of those and you put them on the left side of the bank has to be the left that's critical you put them on the left side of the bank and then you attach a jumper key like jumper cable jumper lead tow lead to the jet to the boat connect them together then no the front of the boat at the front of the boat I'm going to have to take a minute. Just come on. Wait, no, no, because if it's sideways, yeah, I'm, the front of the boat. This is going to be a bad idea. The front of the boat, you attach all the There's no case. way this ends Wait! up being a good idea. There's no, attach- from here, it doesn't end up being a good idea. We're gone. I know it's all in the presentation <laughs> and that hasn't gone swimmingly. That's a pun. But just for the context. It's a pun. It's not so, going to be good. Yeah. You the, then attach, though, you attach the c- cables to the front of the boat to the seven jets and then they just at one time just go... Vroom! And they fly over really quickly and then they release the cables and then the pi- the the captain then turns on the engines just as he's just as the force has turned him round that way and then he jets off. You can mm. pardon that pun again. Yeah. We pardon pardon that pun. Um I feel the lack of runway. E equals MC squared. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> You can't get out of it with your no. your 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 deep knowledge of maths. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I will because look, it's all about force. Well, yeah, I just feel like there's there's <laughs> there's a sandbank. It's lodged in. In a day, if you had enough diggers consistently digging, you could dig a full. Oh, the digging argument. Yawn. Yeah, but you could you could <laughs> dig you could dig enough of a chunk surely that it's free, and then you could while tugging it surely. No, in because a day. it's not a sandbank. What it's is a, it? It's a riverbed. So it's like it's like sludge. It's sand. like it's like swamp. Like if you dig out, then it just gets refilled by. This is when I feel maybe we're not as qualified as we think to talk about. This is maybe why they shouldn't. I mean, it would be I don't great. Know what we give to people who are taking different opinions on different news stories. Where do we fit in on this one? Yeah, because I also haven't done my research. Essentially nowhere, because all I know about it is it, they drew a cock, um, and you but, kept bringing that up as well. But if. I feel like that's one that uh, maybe that was the cool. I would have loved the the thing I would love to see is suggestions from other members of the public <laughs> yeah. as a genuine, just like Pete sitting in Norfolk is like, you know what? Actually, I think I've got quite a good idea. If you've got two camels, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. But it, yeah, it seems like, do you know, because do you know the, uh, any of the history of the Suez Canal? It's a fair amount. It's, yeah, it's quite... A fair amount. Go on. Well, it's quite interesting. Do you know the Suez Crisis? I know the Suez Crisis, yeah. yeah. Go on. Yeah, well, the Su- let's, let's do it. Uh, the, part of the reason, I think the only reason it's a news story that a boat got stuck in a river was because of the strategic importance of the Suez Canal. Because the Suez Crisis is, what, 1950? Yeah, if, if a boat got stuck in a river, just a, a nor- like the River Trent, or oh, it would be a new story here. It would be a, like new a story random in, river in, in, the, in like Nepal. I can't name in the random river because <laughs> all that came to my head was the Nile. Yeah. It's, which is, is it's, a, it's quite near the Suez. It's but pretty near the Suez. Is, but that's, a, that's the most, one of the most important rivers in the world as exactly. well. That probably would be something. My knowledge of rivers. A shit river. My, yeah, you know, you know those <laughs> shit rivers you have that you get around. Yeah, you, there's a couple of fucking shit. There's a couple shit. of shit rivers. <laughs> and the Trent is the obvious example. No offence to people that live the in Trent the Trent. The Trent have somewhat, it's all right, isn't it? Wait, what's the one that was in the Midlands? Is that a seven? Why are you asking me? Okay, this? once again, just it's just bore, it's rivers, bad. It's bad rivers, broadcasting is what. Rivers, as in the geography of rivers, where they are, it's the most uninteresting fact <laughs> in human history. What do you think? Yeah. 
There's interesting, our friend Sophia is doing some interesting stuff about the geology almost of rivers, which is more interesting. As in, what do you find boring? What, what do you think is the least interesting ever? The geography of rivers. Now, I don't mean... So Formation? Like, formation, I can hear. Okay, meanders. Not just like, this is where that river is. And this, <laughs> we've named this river Trent. Okay, great. Why do I need to know that? <laughs> okay. That is the most boring... Like, why would I spend my time or spend my well, mind I think, using knowing I, this knowledge? Because you're a bit of a geography bitch. I am a bit of a geography bitch. Well, I'm not physical geography really. Is it? it was weird because I loved human geography so much and I hated physical geography so much. Yeah. It was a bit of a toss-up which ones you're going to get for a yeah. while. So it's like, <laughs> I really didn't know if I was going to have a great time or a terrible time. Yeah, yeah. So like rock formations and stuff like that. That that's was interesting. like, am I a fucking scientist? Like, fuck off. Like, Oh no, you didn't like that. I didn't like that kind but of stuff. But that's kind of, I find that, I find rock formation interesting. Sedentary rock, igneous rock. You've put, you've, no, you've sparked my interest. It's not interesting for me, for, but but no. rivers because you said you are a bit rock ignorant. Actually, I am, a, I am. I it doesn't am. come up a lot, <laughs> but it does. Um, but because you, you're chatting shit about rivers, but I would disagree because like rivers are like the foundation of civilization. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, but that's more to do with the strategic points of cities of which they. That's to do with trade rather than the name of a river. I guess so. And the geography of that, because the geography is, yeah, but that's, but you're talking about society and how we've built ourselves also, around rivers we've built rather ourselves, than we call we've that built, the River Jordan. Is I, that, I, well, I don't know. I don't know, know if that's, a, is that a river? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a river. Cool. Um, it's got biblical significance. Um, yes. Jordan. Is that where people were baptized? But then all of these things about, I remember my fucking hilarious, you remember my hilarious hairdresser? My, my, I had the, I have this hilarious hairdresser who's like, who I I went to since I was about the age of twelve, but probably and like it's quite formative for me because he's he was like this he was like a conspiracy theorist yeah. probably even like a little bit QAnon-y, a tiny bit mm, maybe not on the weekends he would definitely kind of perform ceremonies where he would probably there's kill a lot children. of weird stuff which has now become mainstream is now kind of yeah, thing but yeah. I was getting that in my ear from like ten years ago and yeah. so we had this hairdresser and he would. And when I was a kid, it would be like some mind-blowing stuff because I could not believe it. And the older I got, the more yeah. bullshit I realised. But he would do some hilarious stuff. So um, is my hairdresser in the town of Lewis. And I, it's pretty much I'd been going You'll to have the to bleep <laughs> And um, he would do things like, okay, so here's one for you. Theatre. Okay. okay. Fee. Can we just quickly set the scene and bear in mind he's got like a chunk yeah, of your yeah. hair and, and he cutting. would take ages to come yeah, out because yeah. you'd keep stopping to do this he'd go theatre alright let's break up that word because it's all about li linguistics semantics alright this is important um, theatre the alright that comes from uh, Greek word theism okay what does that mean God yeah you got that the arta atrium Roman atrium Greek atrium meeting place the arta God's meeting place okay what does that mean so a lot of that sort of stuff what was his point with that I forgot what his point was. I think he was trying to do something linking something about is he trying is he is he trying to suggest that the amateur dramatic society across <laughs> Britain is actually a front for Christianity I forgot what he was trying to, but then he, he would do stuff like Nazis have built bases on the moon yeah, well, or we something all, we all that. um That's by that and then but he was like an interesting mix of stuff with being like um Kind of hand those conspiracy theorists uh, mm. being like a super Star Wars nerd. When that, the new Star Wars film came out in the first month, he watched it 26 times. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens. And he has a Star Wars podcast. Um, uh, but the, the reason why I thought about it is because he, he, he'd bring up like the river as being um, like a like there's some conspiracy about a river and the fact that like bank that comes from river bank currency. So about money and rivers, yeah. basically. Currency, current. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, staying, uh, keeping your head above water, and I was like, okay, getting a little bit, um, yeah. keeping a business afloat. Yeah, um, there's well, a, a lot. There was a lot. A float is a thing in a business. Yeah, it's, there's it's loads. There's genuinely loads of them. But, yeah, um, there was loads more. Yeah, but that he brought just up because of how capitalism and economics has developed around rivers being important. Yeah, but then he used that as linking it to the banks, linking the to the Rothschilds. Yeah, oh, he's a Rothschilder. Yeah, so he had a well, lot of shit stuff going like on that. with the Rothschilds. And I remember, I remember as well quite distinctly, and he'd always be quite like um, open about uh, his sex life. You go, you know, doing a little. How bit old were you? I was like 13, 14. Ver he didn't care. Verges on inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about our 
um, are inappropriate daddy figures. Yeah. I think I prefer Mr. Batson. <laughs> he was not a daddy figure. He Mr. was an uncle un- He was an uncle Mr. Batson taught me how to learn. <laughs> he was an uncle figure. He taught me how to think. He taught me how to think. <laughs> <laughs> how to say. Um, oh. But well, do we want? Because let's let's do a fun fact. Okay. Or do, you, do you have something more that was, you're trying to think? S- do you want to just explain the Suez yeah. crisis? And yeah. Why sorry. No, go on, go on the Suez crisis. You yeah. do that. We, you have a no, thing no. You go on the Suez crisis. So the Suez crisis happened, I think, in the 1950s. Again, 1957. You know what, well, oh I know dates because I'm a bitch. Um, history's cooler if you don't know the dates, by the way, kids. Keep it real. It's all about the themes. That's right. So in the Suez crisis, basically, there was it was during the Cold War. And this is about. I'm just 56. Oh, you were one off. Well, one the off. thing is, you, when you don't suggest a date, you're never embarrassed it's when true. you're wrong. It's true. Um, so, again, never take any punts yeah. in life, kids. Always be mediocre. <laughs> um, so, in this crisis, it was. Uh, it's just explaining why, probably why it's in the news because of the strategic importance of the Suez Canal. I, always, I also misheard that when I was learning about it in school. Mm. I thought it was the Sewage Canal. <laughs> and I always wondered why why are loads of na- why are loads of nations arguing about where their poo goes. But it turns out it's Suez Canal. So in this crisis, it was during the Cold War, and it's so it's it's, it's near Egypt, I guess, or it's in Egypt, it's in or Egypt. Very, in Egypt. And there was um, there was basically talk. Uh, Egypt uh, were in a big quarrel with Israel, and Egypt had also expressed some pro-communist stances. So during the Cold War, that's a big thing. Um, and they were going to move to nationalise the Suez Canal, meaning they would have control and over... And Egypt used to be a British colony. They, well, there you go. That's yeah. in there as well. Um, so they were going to move to nationalise, which means they would have basically have complete control over the resources that were flowing, flowing into it and out of it, literally. Um, and the British Empire obviously didn't want that at all because it's a very strategic uh, economic because of all the trade that's going through it as well as political I'm because so of wish. where it's situated within <laughs> Middle East, the Middle East and also because that's where all their poos go. <laughs> yeah. So they then and um, they also moved to block Israel from ever being able to go through it because of their quarrels. Sure. Um, so what the English did and like that's it's a really interesting like point of how international relations works and... Just how wars can be constructed out of absolutely nothing. Mm. Because although we've got UN charters of how to, you know, rightful practices of when it's uh, appropriate to intervene in countries or whatever, you can easily dot to these. And that's exactly what the British Empire did, is they basically got Israel invaded part of Egypt, which then, which they obviously knew Egypt would retaliate to with their military. And because of that military retaliation, that would give UN justification for the English and the French to then invade the Suez Mm -hmm. Canal. Yeah. With the the guise of of kind of just retaliating against that when in fact it was to secure their trade and political interests in the region. So they... Then, then France and England invaded and just to basically secure it. But then there was this Canadian bloke who did basically this. He was like, uh, I don't know, foreign secretary or something. And he was a fir- he was a guy who said, let's, let's resolve this peacefully. You guys shouldn't be doing this because it's clearly just a Cold War game yeah. and um, it's bad for the region and everyone. So he was the first person to deploy like UN peace envoys. Oh, is that when it started? Yeah, so like peacekeepers. So yeah. it's kind of mili- it's military, but it's to, uh, yeah. it's the- he was the guy who invented it. Yeah. So he then put a resolution through to say that it should be free and open for everyone, but yeah. he sent peace envoys in there. So it lasted about a year, um, but then eventually the UN passed it and then the British and French had to fuck off. Did it last? Okay, it last like a year. Well, because I remember because it could have been a big coming to heads of like uh, particularly Britain and Russia at that point. The Americans. Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Maybe the bill that was there, but I remember like from what I know about it, the it was like a huge scandal that basically is like the biggest representation of basically the end of the British Empire. The yeah. empire ended after the Second World War, but it was like the Suez Canal crisis was like the the pro- probably the biggest national embarrassment. Britain's had since the yeah, yeah. Second World War probably yeah. was that still I mean people see people people brought up Brexit and what's been happening with Brexit saying like basically the, the biggest national you weren't there since. in sewers mate sewers mate um, <coughs> but it, I thought it happened basically Eden who was the Prime Minister at the time and a couple of his, his uh, cronies and the cabinet members did it without public knowledge or government mm. knowledge or yeah, yeah. Mo- que- the Queen's knowledge yeah. or and did it as a sort of smash and grab yeah, yeah. really quick because part of it was because they also because it was 
NASA, who was the Egyptian yes, that was, prime yeah, minister at the time. Confusing with the space agency. Very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and NASA Hussein, the cricketer. Yes. Um, um, so they, um, part of the, re- it wasn't just to secure their interests there in terms of the Suez Canal, it was also to topple that government. Yeah. In the time of the Cold War, where every every Engli- but, well, English and American governments are trying to topple governments and might have a pro-communist but, stance. But what was the, the real embarrassment about it was like, it wasn't like Britain were, it was kind of even worse than Britain getting beaten. It was like, it was the kind of the first time the whole international community were like, "What the fuck are you guys? What are you doing?" Yeah, and even was, America, America, what they normally, did to push it through as well, because they were trying to push through the resolution, is they started selling off sterling British pounds. Yeah, because that is gonna that basically depreciates the value Just of the currency exchange, turned on and that Britain. forced Britain to then Britain's for like one of the first times in history, Britain's hand was forced, and they just looked like a cunt. And that was that was pretty much the kind of realization that it's yeah. changed in America. and now look what's gone since britain britain aren't in control of it there's a bloody boat stuck in there so bring i don't want to say i don't want to say i think it probably will happen I, I i think a lot of egypt are like this would you never. know what this would never happen <laughs> because what they do is they'd get seven jumbo jets and they'd attach it <laughs> they to the front be, of the boat this is british thinking <laughs> you can't get that kind of thinking outside of britain <laughs> yeah. and this is why we need to re re britainize <laughs> yeah the sewers canal mm. And maybe the world. So moving on from our discussion about Middle Eastern politics and general international relations, we're going to talk about Chet Hanks, um, who I think, do we, let's reveal this straight away. Yeah, so I think m- m- many of you would have seen the story uh, with him, um, but he I is- I don't fully know it too much. I've picked up on a bit here and there. I saw a Vice article. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son, mm-hmm. America's sweetheart. Um, he was when he got coronavirus. Everyone started taking that it was seriously. like, oh my god, Tom's oh my god. got it. If it can happen to Tom, <laughs> it can happen to God. So Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son, who has previously got in trouble because he would put on a Jamaican accent when he has no heritage to Jamaica. Um, so that kind of sums up this. Can't guy. help but rate. I can't help but rate. Can't, and that is here's the, the problem. Most, I can't help but rate I it. I have never been more confused at a, a, a man in my life because even because I I picked up the story and Crystalia posted it on his story. Saying like I fucking love this guy. Yeah. And again, I can't tell if there's we're we're so deeply entrenched in irony. There's irony poisoning. That I just don't know what's happening anymore. No, it's really unclear. It's unclear if people generally like him. It's unclear if he's the joke of himself. It's it's it that's the what the the kind of paranoia yeah. of this age. We don't know if people exactly. are joking. So he's cre- he's kind of generated global media attention because of an Instagram story or post he did. Okay. And I it think was, I've seen this. It was it's him in a car going, <laughs> yeah, uh, what? So I just, you know, I just I just got this feeling, guys, like, um, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's just going to be a white boy summer. <laughs> it's just a white boy summer, you know? I can feel it being a white boy summer, you know? It's just that kind of thing. And he is basically, and then that video did fantastically. Yeah. So now white boy summer is a thing. Mm-hmm. And there's been, but what's been, so there was then a Vice article I read on it this morning, um, which is saying, we're kind of defending White Boy Summer because obviously there's, is this racist initially, but in the video, <laughs> in the video, he, pre- he prefaces, I'm not talking like, I, I'm not going to get a bang on me. So I'm not talking like cardigans or something, or, or, thing, or cardigans or I don't know, golf, some things like that. I'm talking about his first word is me. Okay. I'm talking about me and then drops two other names that I don't know. Yeah. But he's talking about those white boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's, he's, he's then become into, he's talking about Black Queen Summer as yeah. well. And part of it, and the most fascinating part of this video, which I, it made my head explode because I do not, I'm now at a point where I don't understand his reality, whether this is irony or yeah. a pretty hilarious joke. Yeah. But there's a point in the video which it might even be worth getting up if we could screen grab it. Yeah, yeah, we can. Of, he goes... Do you, want to get, do you want to show the video? No, yeah, I'll get it up. So, oh, my phone's died. Um, in it, but in it he goes, because he's then clarifying, because he realizes it's doing really well. So then he, he then clarifies on his white girl summer. Well, white boy, white boy summer. Do you want to thing. find it? Yeah, just is he clarifies it as white. He clarifies on his white boy summer thing, and he goes. He's talking about black. He's talking about. He says, "Well, you know that doesn't that that doesn't mean it's like a what is it? It doesn't mean it's like you know it's a black girl summer." as well because you know you know me i'll be fucking black girls all year (laughs) respectfully (laughs) and that point is one of the most like is this satire if it's not 
summer. Does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, uh, do you know me? Because if you did, you know that's all year round. <laughs> respectfully. But, uh, yeah. It's, respectfully. You it's a respectfully time, after. It's respect- but, but the respectfully is done in such a way that it's like, if you do like... Uh, respectfully, like it's a joke, but he does it in a sincere it's David level. You just, you don't, know, you really d- can't tell. The I lines. don't know what's happening. Yeah, because he's seen, he's clearly a moron. Yeah, he's clearly an idiot, and so all of these things. But having been Tom Hanks' son, he's now got a platform to spread these things. Well, because uh, there was someone posted something a while, ages ago about like the argument for nominal determinism. You know about nominal determinism? No. Which sounds a lot more complex than it is, but it's basically your name determines who you are. And it's the fact that Tom Hanks had two sons, one called Chet, who's Chet Hanks, and then Colin Hanks. Have you, do you know Colin <laughs> He's Hanks? He's like the, yeah. the straight, He's the straightest like, Chet. Yeah. <laughs> Chet and Colin. It's like the strongest yeah. argument for yeah. normal determinism. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think it's gone crazy. Well, and he's definitely my loving. Name's Andrew, and I, I'm not a sexual deviant. You're not a sexual deviant, Prince well, Andrew. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. are a sexual deviant. Well, we always not talk in that, about not in that way. You don't, yeah. not in that way. Not in that way. But it's not, not like way. it's not like you're. You it's not like you're like child, you're right? not the opposite of Prince Andrew. <laughs> Let's not say that. Let's not say that. I'm not. I I know. I'm On like. the spectrum, you're not the other end. <laughs> I don't. No, no, I'm not saying. No, I'm not. I. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I, I, I. But also, I don't think he's not the uh, Prince Andrew's not the archetypical Andrew. He doesn't like who's the, archetypal, he has, who's he, the archetypical archetypical Andrew. Um, I don't know actually. Well, are you? Well, who's the archetypal Horatio? Well, there's quite sure, a, the Horatio. Easier. But Horatio's there's like there's only a couple of us scattered throughout history, and I think yeah. there is a lot of nominal terms because it's such a fucked name. Yeah, that it's like you kind of have. But then, to live it, up what to happens it. if you're like a Ben? What do you mean? Who's gonna? How how can you be determined by a name Ben when everyone else is called Ben? Well, it's a, you can't. It's a complete thing, but it's funny. Oh, so I thought we were gonna no, no, debate. It's not, it. it's, yeah. a, it's not a genuine. But thing. Ch- but I mean, like just the strong, overwhelming evidence for for Chet is is pretty pretty overwhelming. Actually. Well, because I'm here for a white boy summer. I think it's gonna be a white boy summer. And but I what think does it's... he mean by white boy summer? <laughs> this is the question. Is he saying it's a summer for white boys, or is he saying the summer is embodying the characteristics of a white no, boy? No, um, I'd think, love to have him on the show. Yeah, right I'd, now. he's a he's a boy gone wild. There's no two ways about yeah. it. And but I think there's I think it's time we had a white boy summer because it's like it does feel like. Um, there is something white boy you know white power is terrifying but white, white boy is silly is, is and cucked yeah. and um there's something quite um unthreatening because a big a, a white boy summer unlike using white in many other contexts which is terrifying colonialism yeah. white boy summer to me looks like a burnt skinny white dude you know, like hot oh, son dude who hasn't faced any <laughs> hasn't faced any oppression you know because there's those kind of white guys who like just kind of drift through life and because they haven't had any real problems they're just quite like nice to be around they don't they're not really threatening that's so not, like, oh, I, and i agree horatio you know i agree with all of that but that is that's the confusion because there is he is there's like a taxonomy in there because he's also talking about he, he's selling t-shirts now yeah and in it is white boy summer and also black queen summer mm. so it's not as he's not i don't i really don't think the, the confusing thing is if he's terming it term ter, like term in the summer as being that of a white boy or whether it is a summer for white boys who like to fuck black girls Maybe. I don't think that's what you're saying. I think White Boy Summer is just about, you know, there's Hot Girl Summer. That's what it's based off. Hot Girl Summer was the the meme trend yeah. of like, it's yeah, going to yeah. Hot Girl Summer. But there's something brilliant. And I think we are dual White Boy Summer. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for White Boy Summer because I think it's time to get those legs well, out. With I've this, got these out. Yeah, you know, This out. is White Boy Summer's <laughs> White Boy Summer style. Well, I mean, it's you a know, bit... Socks and Birkenstocks. It's White Boy Summer, baby. We had a pretty White Boy Summer day yesterday. <laughs> we had a huge White Boy Summer. We had a White Boy Summer yesterday. <laughs> it's going to be a big White Boy Summer. Like, big as big. much as we laugh about it, yeah. we're going to be living our best lives this we summer. We really are. And it's going to be... We're going to be getting fit, getting rich. You know, and like, it, it, it's gone around where we've had a lot of appreciation for a lot of different... Uh, colors and creeds and it it feels like white boys we deserve a summer i feel <laughs> but that's the confusion <laughs> i think we've earned a summer i don't think not with I everything think, going on yeah maybe maybe in the with, but i think because it, it's either the most poorly <laughs> poorly timed and abhorrently tasteful ideas in history yeah or it's the perfect way to kind of 
comment on something. But the the joy, everyone should follow him now just because like the joy of him, because he's, the only reason that people knew his name was because he pretended to have a Jamaican accent yes. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But now he's, this is the next thing he's doing. Yeah. And because he's been, there's been a lot of praise for it and people yeah. have jumped on it. It's like, it's something it's we, a celebration. we speak about it a lot, but it's a sponsor. I imagine Izzy, my ex-government, yeah. jumping on that. Yeah, it's a white boy summer. It's a white boy summer. And like <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of idea on the internet is very powerful. It's a powerful and idea. what he's, the speed at which he did that post to then doing the second post and then to making t-shirts, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. There's a big problem with the t-shirts, however, as has been revealed in the last couple of hours. Why? They've been criticized because they have the same font as Mein Kampf. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Now, when you're straddling a really- Because the last time we had a white boy summer, it didn't go too good. It didn't go too good. <laughs> it didn't it go really too didn't go too good. And it wasn't a good white boy summer. The problem, <laughs> the problem of when you're straddling this really thin line between doing a, a kind of, I don't know, sassy, critical, not critical, a sassy, fun comment yeah. on culture at the moment yeah. to being a racist. You don't want that line to be decided by the font you use. Yeah, but then it does, it does add, count. but I think it just adds to the kind of level of mor moron and incompetence. There's no way he, he, he exactly. didn't think about that. We should, Is look it at the him, same font? we should look at him like a clown. Is it the same font? I looked at and it what, and I didn't know there was a font honest, of Mein Kampf. Well, there has to be. Well, how, there's quite a few additions. Was there like a set? So it looks a bit like, imagine, you know, the monster drinks, mm. but imagine that was like scaled down and made more fancy. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Mein Kampf. When I saw Ain, it, it didn't shout I don't, Mein Kampf. I don't know if Mein Kampf aims like a slightly gothic font. I don't know if that's. Mm. I feel that might. Well, be no, connecting. no, no. But I mean, like, there is a fact of it of that. That is the font that Mein Kampf used. Is that, that is a fact? The, I believe it's a fact. Okay, I don't know. I dispute that. Okay, but <laughs> having just heard, I it, dispute that. I just, but surely, I mean, because you're again, not a reliable narrator. No, no, no. <laughs> what if do you mean? Doing, if we're doing the English things. GCSE and you're a character and you're the lead character, you'd be known as an unreliable. Unreliable narrator. <laughs> My God, yeah, that really fits with me. Yeah. In so many ways. Yeah. In so many ways. But I mean, again, I like that. Maybe uh, my instant reaction was, well. Okay, in, right, there was like three levels of reaction. First, it was like, oh, it was meant to be racist. He is a racist. Mm. Secondly, it was like, okay, he's an idiot. And maybe that, he's an idiot and it's just a mistake. And then thirdly, it's maybe that's what White Boy Summer is all about. Making mistakes. Making mistakes. Yeah. Being a dunce, being and a buffoon. And getting forgiveness. And, and gaining some sort of forgiveness. But like just doing things without retribution because they just mean nothing. There is a, it means something in some way, but at the end of the day, nothing means anything. I think he's a, I think he's a nihilist. Mm. I think deep down within him, he is a jovial nihilist. I just don't know how Tom Hanks made him. I don't know what their relationship is What does his like. dad think? Yeah. Every time I see all this shit, what does his dad think? Yeah. Because you can't, you're, a, you're America's sweetheart and your son has been known for two things. One of them is white boy summer. Yeah. One of them is pretending to be Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it is a classic trope. And this often happens when you have, normally when you have two, when you have a couple of kids, normally one is very like you and one is the opposite of you. That's like a classic thing. It's like, as an act of rebellion, you go to the opposite of your dad. And but then mum and dad, do you not think it's like, maybe he's like his mum? Yeah, what's God, Mrs. Owen, Hanks like? Yeah, but I don't know if Tom Hanks would actively marry the well, female. Well, Mrs. Hanks got in that problem for pretending to be Jamaican. No, that was hilarious, Baldwin. Yeah, no, and I was Spanish. I was joking. Oh, I said Jamaican. What do we make of that? What pretending to be Spanish? We talked about hilarious Baldwin. Oh, we have. Yeah. Well, you already know what we make of it then. Stop, ask, stop asking us for more content. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Subscribe to the Patreon. Bonus episode every week. See you guys next. Keep week. it wild. Yeah.